Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Okay, Nick. Okay, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the Tilt Talk Show. Sorry about the delay in proceedings, uh, but Chris has had a power cut. We'll discuss that in a moment. Um, welcome, as I say, this is uh, show is sponsored by Ball Sports, principal sponsors Birmingham City Football Club, uh, Garrison Coffee Company, and MNA Rylands French Polish. I'm going to give a quick introduction to the team tonight. We've got quite a few in. So we've got Mark Adams. Hello, everyone. We've got Craig Courtney. Did you know? We've got Mrs. Brown. <laughs> we've got Neil Cottrell. Hi there. Chairman of the board, Alan Watton. Good evening. I've shaved my beard. Paul Hipkiss. Evening all. And Oliver. Evening. Oh, yeah, Cliff Horrocks. Sure. Blues oh, Trust. Oh, yeah, Cliff's off camera. I'm in we the studio. We can hear it. Yeah. Right, oh, Cliff's in the studio. Right, ladies and gents, apologies um, at the start of the show. Chris Brown apparently had a power cut. A power cut, ladies and gents. We believe that he didn't put his 50 in the meter this morning, to be perfectly honest with you. And we saw him running, robbing Ellen's purse for another 50 pence, just so that we could get the show back on. We start the show tonight, ladies and gents, girls and boys, with um, sad, sad news as we as we quite often have to. Uh, but we always pay this respect at the beginning of the show. And one of our own, Magic Michael Johnson, his wife uh, sadly recently passed away, uh, Francis, and we we have no we have no words. We struggle with words when things like this happen. Michael, I don't know whether you're listening. I, I, you're probably not, mate. But I tell you what, we're sending you every single ounce of love, thoughts, and prayers that we possibly can for you, your beautiful children, your family, and your friends. Michael Magic Johnson, in respect of Francis. Awful, awful news and so young. Mm. Right, okay. Chris has seven or eight of us in the studio tonight. Chris Brown's going to be managing proceedings. He's done a fine job already of, uh, of cutting us off, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but, you know, uh, a win for the Blues the weekend, which was an absolute blessing. It was needed. Um, we were under the cost for the last half an hour or so, I'd say. Um, but to, for Chong to score a goal on the second minute, stunning, stunning. What a return. What a return to the game. I hope we can sign that man on a permanent deal. He's brilliant. I love him. Hernandez, brilliant. Oh, you know, Bakuna, brilliant. Wow. Um, and and to get a win um, is always always like a weekend builder, isn't it? You know, you, you, you've just won. Ah, the weekends are, yeah. Up it! <laughs> right, OK, we've got lots to get through in the next hour. We're only going to be on for an hour, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys. Um, Gents from the uh, from the trust, right? Okay, what is going on? Well, it, <clears throat> Nick, what we want to do tonight, and thank you for the opportunity. It's is, always a pleasure, my friend. Yeah, it's we want to talk about the fan-led review. Yep. Not many people know about it, but it's something that's going to change the the whole game uh, across the country from a business point of view. Uh, Premiership, EFL, um, it's. Um, the, the what what it is is Tracy Crouch MP um, has put a report together, having taken evidence from clubs, the authorities, and the fans, and he, that's why it's called Fan Led Review because she's been round most of the fan groups in the country um, getting evidence. So she's produced a report, having got that evidence, which basically says football has become more and more business orientated, reliant on TV money. Growing disparity between the top and the bottom, financial, mm-hmm. and uh, 
and and the reason for doing this investigation and finding this out obviously is more clubs are financially fragile facing administration and having owners that um basically gamble with the existence of those football clubs and we've all seen the examples of so so and it's most evident in the championship where we are because that's where most of the gambling is going on because it's the biggest prize in football yeah that's right you know to win that championship to go up either as champions or playoffs is the biggest prize in football that's right and for 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 an owner that doesn't give that much of a uh care about where the club is in 10 years time um they'll gamble with that club by uh you know, overspending, getting wage bills that are unsustainable and things like that uh, as, a ga- done it. as a gamble to get in. We were caught out with that ourselves at one point, but we haven't gone into administration. Um, the, you know, the the owners are still keep paying the debts and uh, even though we're running at a loss, so we're still in there. But it, le- it leaves clubs like us at the whim of the owners, doesn't it, in, the, in so much as... Um, if the owners suddenly lost interest and decided not to cover the losses, etc., we're down the administration road. And Tracy Crouch has said it's her, she wants she wants to put together something which stops that happening in the future. So it recognises that clubs are community assets, and that owners and people running clubs should have a duty over and above normal business to be a custodian of the club and pass it on rather than just be, uh, you know, manager of shareholders and financial interests. Um, it, basically, the report goes on, it puts a series of recommendations there to fix football, um, and it basically takes the financial and business regulation out of the hands of the EFL and the, and the Premier League and gives this to an independent body, which, uh, which will be set up by the government. Um, recommendations are really fundamental in how clubs will need to be run in the future. Um, it looks, it, basically, it says to be a professional football club, you have to have a license, and the licensing authority is the independent regulator. And to get a license, you've got to comply with a number of rules. There's financial and governance rules in there, um, suitably of owners, and we'll get onto that a bit more. Uh, yeah, right supporter engagement requirements and uh-huh. equality and diversity requirements. And we've, we, we've got some, Neil's got some stuff to maybe share in, in a little while um, on some detail of those things and how it affects the blues. But it, it re- requires fair redistribution of the, financial, uh, of the financial income across the pyramid. And um, so to achieve this, the government will have to pass legislation, new legislation to set up the independent regulation of football. Um, the government has accepted the report in principle, the support from all the political parties, and it's anticipated that new legislation for this will be included in the Queen's speech in May. So it's happening. Right, really? Okay, yeah. That's right to the top, isn't it? Which means that the sh- <coughs> and a shadow regulator will be set up soon after uh, the May, and, and it will come into law by the summer of 2023, is what's anticipated okay. at the moment. Uh, so for the 2023-24 season, everybody will be under independent regulation. There is, of course, things that can go wrong before that. Um, obviously, events with the government uh, and they take their eye off it. But um, And there is, of course, resistance from the Premier League, some of the football authorities and some of the clubs. Those organisations are asking the civil servants and politicians to water down the recommendations to retain that self-regulation. Um, yeah, so we'll be asking fans in the not-too-distant future, get in touch with your MPs, tell them you want this report implemented in full. And uh, so I guess that's what it is. And then, I mean, it, there's 135 pages of really good stuff, don't get me wrong, but it's a, but it's, it's a, it's a hard read. It's not a hard read, but it's a long, long read. read. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, Neil, I don't know whether you want to come in with and start talking about some of the things and then if people fire questions at us and things like that, yeah. it'd be interesting. Oh, I, yeah. I noticed there's a hand up. Yeah, I just wanted to ask, um, do we know whether or not like the support groups are going to have any say in, let's say someone was to come in and try and buy the club, you know, would they, because obviously they talk about this fit and proper persons test and obviously I'm all for processing that we've been doing lately to try and get new owners. Yeah. But obviously, the gamble is always getting wor- even worse owners than what we've got, and, and and you know being in an even worse situation than what we are. And 
I only hope and pray that we do get new owners one day and they're better than what we've got and will they get any say in that like you know in any sort of fit and proper persons test for any potential new owners the the fit and um, I, th I think we've got some stuff on that in a bit but the fit and proper persons test um, it will be a different test and it's a harder test and the new regulator will do that rather than the fans to be fair but yeah. prob probably the new regulator will speak to fan groups about it because yeah. what will be in place is um, a shadow board at clubs they all, they'll all have to do that I'm sorry to jump the gun on some of the detail but and so there yep. will be a shadow board at a club of supporters so that the independent regulator, you know, will have those in place. And one of the things going forward is that every club, to get their licence, has to have a plan on how they're going to switch owners if the owners aren't doing it right and stuff like that. So there's quite a lot of detail behind behind yeah. that. And I guess the, the other thing to say before asking Neil to talk about the independent regulator a bit more is... Um, yeah, those they've got investigative powers as well. So it's not just a, accepting what a new owner would say; they can go and investigate them. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Okay, I'll cover that in a minute. Nick, Nick's got a question as well. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. This is all sounding really good going forward, right? But these responsibilities were with the EFL and the Premier yeah. League. I'll, I'll only talk about those two at the moment: the EFL and the Premier League. Right? Are they going to be accountable? for the mismanagement of the football leagues over several years, and they certainly have mismanaged the football league. I mean, I think, I think the whole idea is to, if you like, on one, in, one, in one sense, recognise that, but move on to a new world where there is an independent regulator, entirely independent of both the EFL and the Premier League. Because if, you're, if the clubs are regulated by by themselves, effectively, is what we have at the moment. It's clearly not adequate. So you know, Cliff mentioned there's, I don't know, 130 pages of, uh, of this report, but it, the, the whole thing boils down to about six recommendations. The first one is this independent regulator, and the idea is to set, set up something like Ofcom or Offwatch or something like that, completely independent of the um, existing bodies, the existing leagues, and so on and so forth. And each club could is only able to operate if they get a license from this new independent regulator. And to get the license, you have to pass various tests and do various things. Yeah. And so it, it, it removes this whole conflict of interest and what I think we might describe as mismanagement that's been going on for so many years now. So that's the that's the first recommendation. So completely independence, like you have off what, like you have. Mm -hmm. Ofcom and so on and so forth. Cliff mentioned um, the, the new owners and directors tests. So at the moment, you've got the situation, of course, where the e EFL um, runs its own tests, which, you know, frankly, I'd suggest is barely worth the paper it's written on. But the idea, again, is that the independent regulator will set up a new and much more stringent owners and directors tests. So in terms, first of all, of the owners. Sorry, Forest 2, Huddersfield 1. Oh, yeah. Is that your phone? Owners have to submit business plan. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, in terms of the due diligence, there's enhanced checks on the source of funds. And this is developed in conjunction with the Financial Conduct Authority and so on and so forth. So uh, at the moment, I would suggest that the, the, the checks are pretty, pretty minimal. But the idea is that the, the, the new checks will be at the same standard um, as applied in the financial world. So in other words, in trying to get to the bottom of if there's potential money, money laundering, etc., going on. And in addition, if somebody, um, if there's a shadow owner behind the scenes, the idea is that these checks um, get to the bottom of, the, of that. So a whole much more stringent set of, set of checks. Now in our, in, in our case, um, yeah, clearly uh, our owners have been in, in, in place for, for some little while now, but what the uh, fan-led review says is that people who are already um, owning clubs have to go through these checks again, these new checks. Good. Uh, so, and the idea is that they are um, 
yeah, there's, nine, there's 92 league, um, league clubs in total. So the idea is you, you'll look at 30 each year of the existing clubs. And what we've said to Tracy Crouch et al is you know, we want Blues to be in that first tranche. There's question marks about, about the, the club. Um, so we want the, the, the existing owners to be subject to these new tests as soon as it comes um, as soon as it comes into into law. Sorry, so, Kenneth, who's who's going to decide, Neil? Um, which clubs get investigated first? Then so it will it will be the the independent regulator. Um, but what the, the the family review says is that um, clubs. How can I put this politely? Clubs who have question marks around their ownership should go right. first. First, yeah, and yeah. I think <coughs> yeah. I think we've got clear evidence. It wasn't it wasn't putting it politely, it was putting it truthfully. That was putting it bang on, mate, straight yeah. down the line. So, so we're, we're, we're very hopeful that we'll be in that first tranche. And that really mm. should get to the bottom of a lot of these questions that are out there um around the um, the ownership the ownership. I think the other, the other thing just to say there is that the directors have to pass a test as well. Um, mm -hmm. and they have to show their competence and uh, and so on and so forth, and I'm, yeah, I'm not going to say anything about previous directors as to whether they'd um, pass that or not. Mm -hmm. Draw your own conclusions. Already done. Um, okay, moving. So, so that, that that's I think a, a fundamental plank, uh, and I think it, it will be very um, valuable to to ourselves in our situation. Next, next recommendation that should be implemented is around just general regulation of the. Finances. So currently, we've got the, um, the, the sort of profitability and sustainability criteria, which effectively means that we were fined um, nine points two or three seasons back, and clearly both Reading and Derby have been fined points on that this season. Again, the thinking is that that's really not fit for purpose. You know, what what you're doing there is yeah, clubs get into trouble and and, and then get um, and then get points deductions. So the idea is those those are scrapped, and instead you get a new set of regulations. But the new set of regulations is actually done in advance, where budgets have to be signed off by the independent regulator before effectively they can be spent. So in, in other words, effectively, um, clubs are limited to a certain amount they can spend on wages and, and, and transfers in advance. Um, right, okay. So yeah, the idea is we yeah, we wouldn't have the situation we were um, three or four years back, where we splurged loads and loads of money on transfer deadline day um, uh, and um, broke the rules there and then. So the idea is to check things um, in advance. That makes that makes sense. And again, that'll be over overseen by the independent regulator. So again, something that should prevent what's happened to us reoccurring. Next recommendation is around supporter engagement. Oh, sorry, quest question. Yeah, sorry, Neil. Yeah, just going to ask, have they said anything about parachute payments as well? Because I think that is rewarding. Yeah. yeah, so um, I was going to, I was going to, um, I was going to come on to those. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah no that's worries. good, that's a good question. I'm not, I'm, I'm not sidekick, so I'll put my hand down. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll come back to that, that five it. minutes, five minutes time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next topic is around improving supporter in engagement so you i think frankly up until up until very recently the the um the fan engagement at blues has been lamentable i'd say um now they're trying to improve things we're, we're still waiting for that for the next um fan meeting with the club but what the fan review says is that every club have to have what cliff described as a shadow board so you have there somewhere between five and a dozen independently elected fans representing the, you know, the breadth of the fan base. So yeah, could be a couple of people on here, could be a, a couple of people from elsewhere, a couple of people from Axe Blues or whatever, whatever. But the idea is you, know, you have independently elected fan representatives. And again, this will be a licensed condition. And so clubs will have to, have to do it. And the idea is that the shadow board will be consulted on both short-term and long-term business issues facing the club. So that's things like strategic vision, objectives, business plans, issues on um, uh, match days, any proposal relating to club heritage items, stadium issues, um, and the like. 
So much better fan engagements. And the idea is that um, the directors of the club have to attend, I think, at least a couple of meetings a year on that. So it's, it, it's like... Now, some, some clubs have out of the game here um, and set up fan advisory boards. So I was talking a couple of weeks back to one of the guys on the Man United um, fan advisory board. Um, Who? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but he was, uh, their, their, their first meeting, they managed to get one of the Gla Joel Glazer along, um, and in our case, wouldn't it, yeah, wouldn't it be good if we actually get one Petch or, or or at least um, uh, the chairman of the BHL board along? So I think the ball, the ball's in the in the club's court to perhaps try and see if they can do something on that ahead of this becoming becoming law. Um, but the idea here is to get much better quality fan engagement. Nick, you've got a question? Yeah. Oh, are, we, are we actually going to find out who owns our football club, who owns our stadium, who's got shares here, who's got shares? Is, is that all part of this yeah. expansion? Well, suppo supposedly, the, the owners and directors test I just talked about should, but clearly we've got to see this yet, should um, make that much more transparent than it, than it currently is. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I think it's it's worth it's worth saying. At the moment, obviously, all the paperwork is in place for Von Petch is the owner and uh, Paul Swen is the owner. It's just whether there is any shadow um, owners behind that, isn't it? And and that's hidden in the BVI, um, the British Virgin Island Company, where you can have nominee shareholders. So. We need to know whether they're nominee shareholders and if they are, who's behind it, or if they're not nominee shareholders, to stand up and say that they're not, you know. Will, will we get that information ever? Yeah. I, I, yes. Okay. That, well, no, no, no. It's, that's it's brilliant, what, brilliant. That's what we hope, anyway. I, I, right. I, and I have to say... So, so I have it's not to say, definitely yes, though, is it? Well, it's not legislation yet, Nick. Right. So right. if it's implemented in full, then yes, the answer is yes. If... If the Premier League managed to water it down before it comes into regula regulation and legislation, then maybe not. That's that's why I say hope, and and that's why we, you know, every football fan should tell their MP that they want this in full. Yeah, but just on a person, on a, on a person like, like, do you think the money machine of the Premier League? Uh, do you think the money machine of the Premier League will? Get this watered down. I think I, they're going to try. They're going to try, and but I, know. I don't think they will. Mm. I think I think the government and and the opposition parties are are up for doing this. I think the parachute payment money could cover a big. Um, you know, coming back onto that a minute. You know, it's just you get relegated and you're given. Oh, I don't know. millions! Ridiculous. Well, yeah. they they were told to sort that out by Christmas, and they still haven't. No, it's, yeah. it's just. It's rewarding failure. I'm all for rewarding people for promotion, but mm. for, for relegation, you shouldn't get any reward. It's like when a manager gets sacked as well. They get all this compensation, and mm. it's just rewarding failure, isn't it, in the game? I don't agree with it at all. Yeah, You just want an even playing field, don't you? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you know what? Do you know what? Right. Yeah. Mark, Yeah. If you, if you messed up at work tomorrow in such a bad way mm. that it's affected your team and everybody else around you, and you got yeah. sacked, and you got sacked mm. tomorrow, right? Do you know something sure, I don't? I'm, no, I'm sure. No, I'm, I'm sure you're okay. But like, you wouldn't go and say, "Well, you owe me, you know, half a million quid." Huh? No, you've been wouldn't. sacked. You've been sacked because you're useless. If it was in your contract though, when you joined and you signed it, then no, come on, we've got to sort these managerial contracts and we've got to sort football <laughs> contracts out as a whole because it's just a stupid mess. And you know, for somebody, somebody to kick a bag of wind around a green field to be paid. I don't know, what, a million quid a week, some of them? Absolutely stupid, ridiculous, yeah. absolutely Craig. ridiculous. Craig. Yeah, well, I was just going to read out a couple of the questions. Oh, that sorry, Paul. Uh, yeah, brilliant. Um, there's a lot of interaction, as you can imagine, and, and some, some real valid questions, some of which um, I'm not ignoring. I just think that they have been, uh, been answered already. So uh, one of the first questions that came through was, um, do you think that club owners will have to apply for a license again and therefore as they do today almost having that magical bond will they have to go through that that process again and i think neil you've partly covered but 
what about the license? And I suppose is there an opportunity for something to be revoked? Cliff, I think you want yeah. to come in on that, yeah. Cliff. Don't you? Yeah, yeah. Cliff, do you want to? Yeah, the the the, the whole the whole point about the the independent regulator is you'll have to get a license off the independent regulator and before you get your license you'll be subject to those um tests that neil was talking about earlier on so mm -hmm. so yes and everybody will have to go through them again um it, it'll as, as i said it, it, people are saying it will take probably three years to get through so some will be at the forefront of renewing their license and some will be at the back but every every year once you've got a license every year each club will have to say why they should keep it and every three years they will have to do it again um, another question from uh, from paul mccarthy will this in in effect obviously we're talking a lot about owners and the way things are run but will this also help to protect the ground yeah so i was going to come on to the to the, to the ground um i'll cover that now so one of the um, uh, one of the things I'll, I'm about to come and talk about is something called heritage items. So the idea going forward is that heritage items, which are the ground, club colours, um, name name of the club, um, and, and the like, are sacrosanct items. Whereby, if the club wants to do anything to them, they have to get um, the permission of the fans going forward, and the, you know, the fans. Would have to vote on it. So let's let's say Hull City wants to change the name to Hull Tigers. Um, uh, in, in that case, uh, once this family review has, is in legislation, that can only happen if the fans agree to it. And the, there'll be a scheme whereby um, uh, all season ticket holders, everybody who's been to a ho home game, uh, gets a gets a vote, um, and the, the the fans have the power of veto on those sort of things. Now. Clearly, in and if somebody wants to sell the ground, same thing. Now, in our case, of course, the ground has already been sadly um, sold. And uh, but what the family review says is that um, in the case where a ground has been sold to a, to another party, then the independent regulator will look at specifically um, increasing the security of tenure for clubs whose ground has already been sold. So in other words, trying to give some more protections um, in the case where grounds have been sold. And clearly, um, if, I guess if those protections are in place, then um, potentially there's more opportunity for the club to perhaps get the ground um, back um, in the longer term. So hopefully that makes some sort of sense. One last one before I uh, hand over, because there's a couple of hands up as well on here, is just... Uh, Ray Hobbro um, just said, uh, you know, moving forwards, it sounds great. However, who will be responsible for setting any punishments for such as breaking profit and sustainability rules? Good question. That will be the that will be the independent regulator. So again, the but they are yeah. The idea is that they will be removed from the Premier League, the EFL, um, but it will be yeah, the independent regulator. And it's like, you know, if you if you um, if you're an an airline and um, breach rules at, at Heathrow or what have you. It's the CAA who will fine you. Here, it'll be the independent regulator in the football sense. Yeah. Fine you. yeah. yeah. So what was about? Sorry, could I just ask what was actually said about um, parachute payment? Yeah. Should we? Do, should we go on? To, we'll go on to the distribution of of, um, of the finances in football. One of the major things <coughs> in there is that the distribution, you know, from the Premiership down to the rest of the pyramid is not as good as it should have been in the past and and more needs to happen and also the parachute payments it came out has been a ridiculous thing to be doing um yeah. so so the reviews told the said to the premiership and the uh, EFL we're happy for you to work out how you want to redistribute the money but you need to work it out by christmas last otherwise if you don't work it out by christmas last you need to employ somebody to tell you how to work it out. And they're still in that situation at the moment of trying to work it out. However, if they don't work it out by the time this becomes law, then the independent regulator has the rights to work it out for them. Right, okay. And, and I think it's, it's, it's really interesting. One, one, of, one of the things that's happening at the moment is the, the EFL and the Premier League have, I think, have got together and have said, 
you know what, we will work out the issue of the finances so long as you don't have an independent regulator. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and, and so I think that sort of stupidity will just hopefully play into the Tracy Crouch's hands and say, that's why it's coming away from you. Because it could all the way down to grassroots football, couldn't it, this money that they use? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. The, the FA will have the right to put the money that, that goes, you know, right down the tree wherever they want they haven't got to use it at higher levels where they've had a they've had a rule that they have to do that at the moment and they won't have that rule anymore what happens if your license is either refused or revoked okay i i think this is really interesting <laughs> because what what they what the independent regulator will be set up to do is to try and not get into that position obviously and they'll have real-time access to clubs accounts so that they should be able to say before you get into a position um you know is is some things you need to do so that you don't get into it ultimately you know they can do the points deductions and things like that but the ultimate sanction from no, the sorry I, th- I thought they were going away from points deductions. yeah no the, the whole idea is that you don't get that far and that, and but it still will be an option if somebody is just ignoring them completely and things like that. Um, but the, the the ultimate sanction that they have, the independent regulator has, is is that they can they can effectively put the club into administration. But that's not with an administrator as we know it now. The independent regulator would be that administrator and administrate it through into new ownership. And, and wow. what and one of the things that the that the club will have to do to to keep or get a license is to have a plan that shows how new owners or how they will carry on operating as a club until new owners come in and take over after that point, and they'll have to submit that plan. So that the the independent regulator would just follow that plan through. Assuming that it's been one of the most interesting conversations I've had for a very long time. Now, here we go. Uh, Representing the Tilton Talk Show and representing Birmingham City fans, right? And my family and Chris's family and anybody who's been there before me and my grandchildren who go, right? There is no date set yet. And weren't we promised an update on the ground a few weeks ago? Sorry, Nick, you're talking about the, um, yeah, the, meeting, the, the meeting at the club yeah. with the Blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, I, I, I haven't heard when the, the next meeting is. I'm hoping someone will drop through my box soon. Did, did they say beginning of March? Is that when they said? Yeah, I think it's, yeah. right. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're a week into March. Yeah. We're one week into March and we don't know a date. It isn't good enough. The club have to communicate to the fans properly and in an audible fashion so that we know what is going on that is simply not good enough my, my guess is we might have a date tomorrow because i'm sure they watch this what because i'm just saying <laughs> <it> yeah please blues please yeah talk to us I'll, I'll Keep just, us I'll, in the loop yeah. i'll just go for a few i'll just go for the recent questions that uh, seem to have uh, got missed uh, one from uh, steve port says who are we paying this independent regulator uh-huh. uh, not very independent if they're paid directly by football clubs well i this is the perfect opportunity for neil to do wow. the bit on finances and distribution in football because there's a few points on this and it answers that one tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Doesn't it? So we've we've covered some of that, but there's a couple of things we haven't. So the first thing um, is that what the um, review suggests is that there is a um, what's known as a, a, solid, a solidarity transfer levy. So you know, at the moment, you get multi-million pound deals between Premier League clubs. Um, you know, players going for fifty million and so on and so forth. And the idea is that each of those transfers 
is subject to an additional levy of between 5 and 10% to be determined. And that levy then goes into a pot which funds the, the, the regulator and also can um, trickle down to help um, non-league clubs and so on and so forth. So the idea is um, through, through, that, through that levy, you take money from the top of the game, um, fund the regulator, but also fund the, the lower levels of the game too, um, if that makes sense. I mean, the, the other thing on the finances that the mm-hmm. review suggests is going forward that any, any new contract um, has to have um, automatic salary adjustments if a club is relegated or promoted. So this is to try and, again, um, ensure that if clubs are, yeah, are relegated, those players who remain at the club um, uh, have their salary tailored more to the division they're in than the division they used to be in, and it becomes a sort of compulsory part of the Brilliant. If you, if you recall, when we were relegated in 2011, um, I'm pretty sure Zigic's um, uh, contract didn't have such a clause in. Um, the idea being in future, if this comes to, to fruition, it will be it's compulsory. That's a really, really, really good point. I'll tell you what that is. I mean, like, why is sport the only, well, predominantly football, the only industry in the world that buys and sells people? Surely that's like human mm, slavery almost. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why do you buy? Why do, how, 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 can, how can we have got into the situation where you want that player, you've got to pay 20 million for him? Huh? 20 million quid for well, a player, for a football player. You can wait till the end of the contract. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, why isn't... Right, look, yeah. he signed the contract. Why yeah. doesn't he see his contract out? Oh, well. Mm-hmm. But Ziggich um, did. And I know that he walked around St Andrews and I watched him, right? And, and, and I know, and I thank him for his services, especially in, in the Carlin Cup final. But why, why, why have we got into a situation where, where you've got football clubs having to buy and sell players in a transfer window? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Nick, I think some of the things that drive that are the, some of the things that are really wrong with football. It's that, it's that thing that people will overpay, clubs will overpay in the transfer market and things like that and get themselves in a mess. Actually, mm. they sh- clubs should not pay the sort of money that have been paid for players. They haven't got the money to do it. You know. Uh, no, no. And do you know what I blame as well? I blame, um, um, what do you call them? Uh, Lee Camp. Who? Lee Camp. <laughs> Lee Camp. Lee Camp. <laughs> 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 no, the, the people that represent the footballers, what they call them? Yeah. Agents. 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 Yeah. Agents. Oh, Take agents out of football. End of. Yeah. End of. You sign a five-year deal, you're staying at that club for five years, then either you sign another deal or you're available. Yeah. There is some... Right. The, 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 the fan-led review <coughs> did talk about agents a little bit, but it's, it's, it's advised the government to get to talk with FIFA because FIFA are doing a lot of work on basically taking the power away from agents. But... Whether that will ever come to fruition and trusting FIFA with anything, I think, is a long way off. Craig, you want to come in? Uh, Craig, trusting FIFA a little bit more than when set back. Craig, 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 Craig. Yeah, just just a few more uh, of the questions that have come through, which brilliant. I think are very closely linked to what you're talking about now and and salaries. So um, one of one of the well, it's more of a comment really than a than a question. Was the first one, which was. Actually, as a footballer, if you're at a club, right, you're not solely responsible for the fact that a team is relegated. So, therefore, why would a footballer sign a contract that says, I'll take a pay cut? Because you're, you're partially responsible. You're partially responsible. Well, mm-hmm. the, well ba- basically, though, what, what this is saying is it will be compulsory for all clubs to have those clauses in all contracts with players about promotion and relegation. Um, and, and it's to address the problem that we've got when when those clauses aren't in people's contracts, you know, clubs go down and go bankrupt, don't they? And, Alan, and the, ho- the whole you... idea of this is to have the game financially sustainable. Alan, did you have your hand up? But, 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 sorry, but, but as Nick said, it, the players are, are partially responsible. It's a team game. You know, it's not a yeah. team game. They, have a, they are responsible. If you're on Premier League wages in the Premier League, then you should be on Championship wages in the Championship. Yeah, what, exactly. You know, your wage should... Sort of worry the level you're playing at. Yeah, you know what? Do you know what's really upset me is that we won the weekend, and all we've talked about is, <laughs> is, is this. 
not, not that I didn't not no, that I didn't no. want to talk about this, gents. Believe me, believe me. I wanted this out. I want I want to understand what's going on, right? But like, you know, it takes it takes away the shine off a window. Yeah, but, but Nick we're, we're brummies. It's in our DNA. Know, it's in our DNA to be as dour as possible. I'm coming into Birmingham on Sunday, mate. <laughs> yeah. Craig, do you have any, any more questions? Uh, got one from Craig. Just uh, the the last one, really, that, that's come through is, is just in regards to, uh, as people are saying, in regards to the way money is separated at the moment. If this was to become uh, in place and be law, then what would happen in regards to those Premier League clubs who were being relegated and had already signed into effectively a parachute payment Ooh. from the season when they went down? What a question. Who's that from, Craig? Name it, name it. From me. <laughs> it's right. actually it's what a rubbish, what a you just <laughs> no you can get lost mate somebody else has typed that out and you just claim responsibility no, 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 I, actually, he's quite clever actually I genuinely don't know the answer to that Neil do you, uh, do you oh, know? I think there'll be some one. sort of tra transitional arrangements I think yeah, yeah. yeah. you're going to be should all be ripped up shouldn't it I think from the from the get go whenever that it starts Everything else should be null and void yeah. that was agreed previously. I think. Yeah. I just don't get the contract. I don't get the contract side of it, Paul. I yeah. don't get why. You're right. Right. You know, we call you want to come and work for me. I'll give you five hundred pound a week or whatever. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You sign your your work contract. Yeah. Yeah. But like, there's no. There's, in our lives, right? There's no compensation deals. There's no payoffs. There's no. Oh, you 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 play cack, and I'll tell you what, we'll sack you, and then we'll give you two million quid. Right. I don't do my job properly tomorrow. I'm out of work, mate. And I've got yeah. no food on my table. This... Yeah. <laughs> That's stress. Don't talk to me about footballers having stress. That's stress, right? <laughs> A bloke who goes to work every single week, yeah, and he makes an error. Mm. He's yeah. out of a job. Yeah. Alan, did you have a question, mate? Yeah, I just... Uh... <clears throat> I'm loving all this. This is this is good stuff. I'm loving it, Alan. There's two phrases that sort of raise a question. When we talked about regulating foreign owners and uh, making sure they're right and proper, this country isn't very good at that. You know, we've got people who own things in our country. We're actually yeah. at war with yeah. at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that, that was a question mark. The other thing is the... Um, this this business about some clubs want it watered down. Uh, well, well, I think we all agree. Well, well cobblers to you, you know, you, you're going to be part of this. But yeah, no, that's that's our point of view, Alan. That's our point but of their view. Their point of view, because they've got the money, they will talk. Believe me. That's yeah, but equally, top six teams say we're not we're not sharing our money. We're not paying levies to the to to the Rochdales of this world. You know. Uh, you can stick your Premier League. We'll go and play in a European Super League. Yeah. Go. Are yeah. we back to Go. That? Go. And I'll tell you yeah. what, I'll I... be glad to see the back of you. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and, and, and that's fine. You know when I was, who, who was that team, low division team, that went out of business not so long ago? Uh, Berry. 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 When I saw that man on the TV in his flat cap, who had probably been going there for 50, 60 years, I sat here and sobbed. And I'm thinking, like... This is not how football should be. Even if you're in the bottom division, it's got to be sustainable. It's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be right. Yeah, and everything. But like, just, just to you're come dealing back. with people's emotions, people's lives. Just, just to come back on that. Yes, you could. We could say go and stuff it. Go. You, you go and play where, any, wherever you want. But the Premier League don't. They wouldn't let them go. They wouldn't let them go when it was suggested. A few few months ago, I'd so, love to know, Alan. I'd love to know who suggested that. I'd love well, to know the person's name. Uh, and one yeah. thing more, good news is that Berry Football Club became came back into existence today. Yes, they did. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's great and news. They, the, well, Gig, Lane, yeah. Gig Lane is now their ground. But where um, have they got to start from? Uh, who knows? They won't be starting till next season. No, but, but where, what, what position what has been re, re, relaunched? Yeah. Pardon? What league are they going to start from? I think it's about the they'll, sixth. They'll be in the Northern, yeah. Premier, Northern Premier yeah. League. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's the Berry fans that have bought Gig Lane, isn't it, to start yeah. off, the, yeah. start it off. So, fan owned. What a beautiful yeah. bunch of people. I applaud every single yeah. one of them, I promise yeah. you. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Talking, of, talking of stadiums, can we play every single one of our games at Ashton Gate? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like your new home. By 2025, I think we'd be Champions League winners. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. What a great place, I thought. 
We've won. <laughs> we've won. We've won eight of the last ten games there. Yeah, we, we haven't done that at home for ten years. About eight years ago, gents. About eight years ago, right? Um, and Chris will have this recorded somewhere. About eight years ago, I said that in twenty twenty, Birmingham City will win the Champions League. <laughs> Because I've got 2020 vision. Oh, oh. 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 that joke out every month. Yeah. Well, anyway, I've not, said that. I've not said that since my birthday yeah. on Christmas Day. Exactly. <laughs> so, Chris, yeah. who's playing squad game this week? Are we playing squad game this week? I think I think Cliff should play squad game because he's totally oh. unprepared. He hasn't got a clue oh. what it's about. <laughs> Squads of uh, recent, well, of, of well, for the, your life, uh, if I went back years and asked you to name as many players as you could in 30 seconds in a certain season squad. Well, 1876. Yeah. <laughs> if, it, if it was in the 70s, I'd be all right. But in between that and now, <laughs> I'd struggle. Uh, <laughs> so I reckon, Craig, I reckon you should have a go this week because you, you didn't play last week, did you? I didn't, but I was actually going to say, as cool as it is, I think we should have a uh, Cliff versus Neil. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I choose a year? No. No, 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 no. no. Oh, oh, we, 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 could, we could change it, I suppose. We could have him. Uh, we need, uh, we need a funded review to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, got the, I've got the squad list here. So, um... okay, so I'd like to choose 71 72. Right, okay. Shit. Okay. That's a bit early for me, but go on. Uh, so we, we play then, Paul? So what it is, basically, you tell me how many players you think you can name in the squad in 30 seconds that were in that squad that season. OK, I'll, 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 I'm going to go for, I don't know, 18. 18, 18 in 30 seconds. Oh, that's 18 players yeah. in 30 seconds. That's going to put you top of the league. OK, and, and Cliff, what season are you going for? Oh, Was that the promotion oh, season, Neil? Oh, yeah, oh, yes, it was, yes. You obviously can't do the same season because uh, Neil will be telling you most of the answers, won't he? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll go for 17 then in the same season. <laughs> <laughs> so just to give you an idea, I've got 1994-95 ready to go and 2004-2005 ready to go, which is the shirt I'm wearing tonight. So if you want to pick one of them two, it's I'd up to you. I'd struggle. Would you? Yeah, I'd, I'd, as, soon, as soon as somebody names one, then I can start doing the team, bro. I just can't do years. So we've got 1971 72 for Neil, and we've got 18 you're going for, you reckon you can name. So, yeah. so what, was, what, what was the other promotion season? That was, uh, no, the Man City semi final season, wasn't it? And all 74? That. Yeah. Go on, go for it. Yeah, 74 then. Okay. So seventy four, seventy five. Yeah, yeah. That'll, do. that'll do for a laugh. Okay. Yeah. Give me a give me a minute. Someone, um, do you want to toss a coin, uh, Chris? Yeah, I'll toss, toss a, a coin. coin. I'll toss a coin, really. <laughs> Don't make it a fifty, mate. Don't <laughs> make it a fifty. <laughs> no, I need that, Chris. Get it in the meter. <laughs> Cliff, heads or tails? Heads. Heads, tails. Okay. So Neil, do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Okay, okay so 1971-72, um, and then we've got 1974-75 for you, Cliff, so I'm just getting that ready. Oh, yeah, okay. So just talk about yourself 30 seconds and I'll be ready to go. I didn't give you a number. <laughs> I can do about seven, I think, seven or eight. Okay. Seven or eight? Yeah. Okay. So just whilst Paul's pulling that up, there's one question which has is, is come through on, on quite a few occasions now. Yeah. Um, and it's very valid in the current environment. So we've we've all seen how, basically, unfortunately, the ladies' team has really suffered this season mm -hmm. despite trying. And the question that's come up is, as part of the fan-led review, will this also cover ladies' football? So, um, in short, that's a good, really good question. So, in short, um, at the end of the review, what um, Tracy Crouch recommended was that there was a separate um, uh, review directly into women's football. Um, so, that was a recommendation. It's still to be acted on. But um, yeah, I, that's... I, I thought I read somewhere that they were trying to kick that off about now. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah, yeah. I think they are, yes. And... One of our listeners last week sent me a message afterwards. I, I will ask any question that anybody wants. If you want to ask a question, please message me with it. I promise you, 
I will ask your question. Right, I've got some questions here, but I'll ask your question. Right, if Blues get relegated, which sadly looks like they're probably going to, is that the end of the Blues women's football team? No, it shouldn't be, should it? No, it won't be the end. I know it shouldn't be. It might be the beginning of the end. (laughs) No, it won't be the end. I think they've got some support inside the club now, which they didn't have for two or three seasons. Uh, And I, I think they'll... They'll come back. Come back a few years, Alan. Uh, uh, sorry, um, like they were, they were in the FA Cup finals and and you know Champions League games. Yeah. Top three team. It was us, huh? Chelsea, and Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. ten um, years ago. Well, oh, Chelsea and Arsenal. Sorry, yeah. sorry. What? Oh, chairman, my old mate. Manchester City came in with the money, didn't they? Well, <laughs> and Manchester United the, have done the same. They did, Spurs but at, have done but at the same, at the same time. Um, Wren stopped investing in the um, women's team. He did, yeah. One, so one, one, just one thing about just at the wrong Young, time. He did. He, he did. He did mm. back the women's team, didn't he, Carson Young? He did back the women's team yeah. with yeah. somebody else's money, but he did back. Yes. Have <laughs> <laughs> Carson back? Right. Okay, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, boys what? and girls, this is the Tilton Talk Show, uh, Monday night, seven thirty, usually till yeah. nine. But we didn't start till seven, uh, eight tonight, sorry, or four minutes to eight. But we're going to have to stop at nine, unfortunately. And we're into the last 15 minutes. And tonight's tranche of humour, right, is going to be anything to do with a tool shed and football. A tool shed and football. And I'm going to start you off with Moa Salah. Whoa! <laughs> Right then, Paul, <laughs> Paul, are we ready for this competition, Paul? I'm ready. I'm ready now. I'm so looking at the think... clock. So 1970, uh, sorry, Cliff, you're first, aren't you? Okay. I'm not, I think I was first. That, that, it's, it, yeah, it's Neil first then. Neil, Neil first, sorry, Neil. So you were 1974, 75? No, I'm 71, 72. 71, 72. So you can, just to prove that this is live, if anyone's ever wondered. <laughs> Do you want a timekeeper, Paul? I've got the time, I'm ready. Got the time, ready. Okay. So... You say go, Chris. That's okay. when uh, Neil starts on 1971. Okay, just, just wait two seconds. Just <laughs> sorry, sorry. Viv, Oliver, and Solomon, Ottersaw. Okay. <laughs> Lovely. We need quiet. We need quiet now, Nick. Okay. I know. I know. I know. Okay. I know. I get, uh, I'll get excited at this moment. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds, starting from now. Kelly, Cooper, Dave Latchford, Carol, Martin, Hind, Hendry, Robinson, Alan Whitehead. Hendry, Page, Taylor, Campbell, Burns, Francis, Hatton, Latchford, Steve Phillips, Keith Bowker, Mike O'Grady, and I think the wells run, run dry there. Uh... I don't think there are any more. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, mate. That's the floors, that is. That's not the part. Excellent. I wanted to watch that back after to suss how many that was because that was mm. too good for me. I think that was about 16, wasn't it? Hopefully it was 80. I don't know. I, I mean, I, 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 I didn't count them as health. I think it was 18, uh, Paul. Yeah. Wow. We've got okay. nail quins just coming. <laughs> <laughs> right then, are you ready, Cliff? Yeah, go on. <laughs> I'm still struggling to understand whether I'm in the right year, but yeah, 74, 75. <laughs> hopefully right hopefully some of them are still there. <laughs> Might be, might be. Had we still got Francis? Yeah, Hatton. Uh, Campbell's there. Had we got Latchford? If not, Kendall. Gemmell. Sorry. Keep going. Page still there. Uh, Taylor. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Burns still there, I think. Yeah. Pendry. Yeah. Was it Harland? Roberts in the middle of defence. Roberts. Harland. Hind, wasn't Hind. And your time. No, okay. Oh, Struggling loser! <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, well, I, don't, I think I don't think I, I think not, not just tonight, but that'll take some beating for the rest of the series. I think. Oh, that was yeah. incredible! Oh, you know what? If I had a mind like that, Paul, I'd be well happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it works much better on fifty years ago than it does this year. I'll tell you. Okay, we've got a few more coming in. Hammer Boanza, a host pipe wingers, Gary Sp- Rake. Oh, only going to. Ollie gonna bow sore. <laughs> I like that one. I do like that one. Uh, Paul, do we Walter, know Walter Warren? <laughs> do we know how many Cliff got there? Yeah. Uh, if any, about, about 107, would it? 
was about a, I think it was about eight. It was definitely between sixteen and eighteen. No, I mean Cliff on the second go. Cliff. Yeah. Oh, on the second go, it was ten. Ten was it? Yeah, right, ten. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. I'll try and get Not a league bad. table going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that'll be good. Yeah, I'll be bottom. Yeah, <laughs> so we've got Stuart Caddis, uh, Stephen Gill is now watching. Welcome to you, my friend. Uh, Level Taylor, Toolbox Legend. <laughs> Toolbox Legend. <laughs> oh, where do they go from? I love this. I love this. Oh, it's my favourite part of the week. Uh, hotter, hotter paint spray, stripper. Alan Shears, Gary Sprake, Rake, uh, Lee Clamp, Lee Campley Bed. Where did that come from? Has anyone said Jose Dominguez? Yeah, <laughs> not yet, not yet, not, not yet. No. Uh, he's, he's, um, he's marking it. Yeah, what about Screw Alexandra? Oh, oh, yeah. oh I like that. There you go. Aaron Shears, um, Dion Sanderson. Mm. Very good, very good. Um, yeah, but it, it didn't make me cry. It's the ones that make me cry, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Axe Colin, Dion Sandpit. So Dion, Dion Sanders. Yeah. Sorry, Dean Sanders. About FC Grasscutter in no, Switzerland. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Daily had a bucket, Alabola. That's not with us so far. That's not with us so far. Oh, dear. Boy, it's doing well done. Uh, Troll Dini. Trouty! <laughs> 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 oh, Lindsay! Lindsay's obviously had a, a little tipple tonight, lots. <laughs> oh, very clever. Oh, just, uh, very clever. Uh, Gary Gardner. Craig? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I was just going to say, while still, these are still coming through, a um, couple of shout outs for firstly our show for next week, where uh, we're going to be. Uh, Joined by uh, Mr. Wilson from uh, WM. Wilford. Wilford. You're going to get hammered tomorrow. You're going to get We've got Richard Wilford joining us next Monday uh, to discuss, obviously, all things blues. Uh, it good being from WM, but also being a blues fan. And uh, so that'll be a good show. And tomorrow night, um, Ian Dutton is actually joining. Daz Hale on Radio WM. So I think it's worth having a listen to. And and also, you know, where you can, phone up, get the questions in, because Ian has not been shy to answer anything from anyone at the moment. And I think it's a really good opportunity to credit get Credit to him. Credit to him, mate, honestly. Mm. Seriously, credit to him, because like, he has, yeah. Right, Jeremy, it's your birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday to you. Now we'll all do this together. Are you ready? One, two, three. Come, Come on, on Blues! <laughs> I must say, I met all the Accessy Blues on... Um, this what, sorry? I met, I met all the Accessy Blues people on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, you did that. Uh, yeah. I must, I'd like to say they're all sex mad. Absolutely beautiful people, Chris. <laughs> they're amazing, wonderful. <laughs> and you know what, they turn up, it, it doesn't matter if it's raining, they're at the front, they're rained upon, there's no protection for them. Mm. Uh, it's disgraceful how they treat disabled people at football. Crazy. It is disgraceful. Uh, Jer- right? and Jer- Birmingham Jer- City Jer- are guilty as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy made me a nice cup. Two cups, actually. Very nice. He's nice. Six, he's six good. as well. Yeah. That's a good one from... Um, oh, who said that? Where's he gone? He's gone down. Oh, Pete Taylor. Stan Lad- Stan Ladder. Read it. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Brendan says, thank you. Jeremy said, old man. <laughs> Come on, please. Can I just uh, can I just uh, wish okay, okay. Conor Tierney? Um, I think oh, he's, yeah. he's having his American yeah. first fight this weekend, isn't he? Fight this weekend, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah. I wish him luck. I did. I did write to him and say, once you've knocked all these guys out, can you can you take up real boxing and earn some real cash? Because <laughs> I think I think he's got talent. He's got so much talent. He he could make he could make it in the in the pro game but anyway good luck to him yeah um, good luck mate yeah um, and you know do us proud yeah absolutely uh, Jeremy, but, Jeremy apparently is eating crumpets right this moment so there you go <laughs> Jeremy come on please. Uh, we've, we've got uh, five minutes left so games coming up uh, yeah. Waterbook. all on Saturday mm. predictions please who won blues from me I'll say I'll say a 3-0 mm-hmm. and it's going to with Bomar Hey? And it's going to snow again as well. Oh, not again. Yeah, it's up to 30 centimetres predicted at the end of the week. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Horrible, horrible day. 
30 centimetres will cover, Mark. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you pull that one from? That's just his nose. Does, it, oh, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't snow in Coventry, anyway. You know, nah. he's surrounded by concrete, so he's protected. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get stuck on that ring road in the snow. That's it. You're there for years. Lee Gear is going to fight two blues. Lindsay is going to three one. Ooh, and thirty centimeters is a foot, says Mike Woods. Exactly. Ooh. That's what I'm saying. Neil and Cliff, <laughs> favorite ever blues, favorite ever blues moment in your lifetime so far. Uh, it, it it has to be the Carling Cup final, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm afraid it does. Uh, yeah. Yes. I remember, I remember the train ride back with a bottle of champagne on the table and everybody stood up and crushed in that train. But it was just magic coming back. And, well, yeah. all the game was, wasn't it? But, uh, yeah. It has to be. It has to be. Right, Violet's going 6 0 Blues. 2 uh, 1 Blues from Linda Magna. Now, listen, guys, right. Uh, uh, four minutes left of the show. We've had an amazing conversation tonight with some brilliant people. If you want to join the Blues Trust, Get in touch with them. It's a fiver a year. It's a fiver a year. And the kind of information that we've gleaned out of you guys tonight, right, uh, has been incredible, incredible. And the work that you're doing behind the scenes, and you don't go out and, and like, say, oh, this is me, me, me. You're not about that. Like, you're about Birmingham City Football Club, its supporters, and the care that you want to give to our football club and our supporters, right, and the information that travels to and fro. Right. Listen, guys, you are welcome on this show any week. Any Cheers, week. Mate. I promise you. I promise you. Right. I've learned so much tonight. Thanks for that, Nick. I've got just one more thing to, to add. I know we've talked about this earlier on, but mm -hmm. I think um, I think there will be a struggle on this. You know, the, 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 forces, the forces of darkness are, are out there. Mm -hmm. Um, so at some point, um, yeah, the, the trust is going to be encouraging people to write to their MP. I know um, Cliff mentioned it earlier. Uh, I think that's going to be a little bit later in the year, um, just ahead of the, um, the Queen's speech. But I think it's really important we get as many Blues fans as possible to write to their MP to make sure that the full recommendations are um, passed into legislation rather than a watered down burden. So right. just to end on. Only my opinion, Neil, right? Humans are lazy. Will the Blues Trust put out a oh, letter? Of course. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That you can just sign at the bottom. Yes. We already have a, Nick, we already have a draft. So <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because we, like, we, yeah. We've if, got a template. We're just waiting for the right time to... If I, if I had to sit there and type out some much to my MP, well, I don't really get on there anyway, to be honest with you. Another story. <laughs> but if I had to sit there and type out a letter... Mm. If there's a standard letter that you could put out so that people can just put their name to be. and send it, perfect. You know what? We're just waiting for the right time to send it. And uh, what I'll do is, I did it at the end of last show, but I'll do the same again tonight. There will be a link not only to the Trust's page uh, via our Facebook and social media channels, but there'll also be a direct link to the full document that you can have a read through in regards to how that fan-led review looks and sounds throughout and the one thing i think i would add is this is about football it's not just about birmingham yeah exactly like when it comes to this everyone everyone has to sign not just blues fans but we need yep. them over at b6 we need wolves warsaw west brom everybody in the midlands and mm. no matter what league they're in they all need to sign because this will help everyone. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You're absolutely right, Definitely. mate. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you know what? This is this has been an inspiration tonight, gentlemen. I promise you. Please come back on soon. Let's keep our fans updated. If we can update our fans more than the football club can, then I'm happy to do that <laughs> every and any yeah. week. We've had no superstars on the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen, apart from me. And um <laughs> Father Christmas. Oh. Dropped you off next week's show. <laughs> I, I, I do think that th this this program needs to be seen by as many football fans. You know, yeah. it needs to be retweeted and you know advertised. And you know, I should be telling all my Southern softies down here: watch this program. You'll learn something. And it doesn't matter whether you support Spurs or Gillingham. You're absolutely you know, right. Boys, yeah. You need to see it. 
Watch yeah. out, you're the chairman of the board, and I promise <laughs> you, I have learned more tonight than I probably have in, in the last year. Absolutely. In the last Absolutely. 12 months, yeah. right? These yeah. guys are brilliant. Join the Blues Trust. It's a fiver a year, girls and boys. It's fiver a year. Uh, join the Blues Trust. Get behind them because they know what they're talking about. Right? They're very intelligent guys, as we've seen tonight. And they have Birmingham City at heart, as does Alan, Mark, Chris, Ollie, me, Paul, and somebody else. I can't remember. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, that's it. Drops. That's Nick Squad game entry. You know what? <laughs> right, who have we got on next week, guys? Richard yes. Wilford next week. So we've taken the Tilton Talk Show to Radio West Midlands, right, through Craig Courtney. The, the Radio West Midlands are now coming to the Tilton Talk Show next week, right? Richard Wilford, big Birmingham fan, will be honest, will be candid. If you've got any questions to ask, ask them, right? And we'll ask him. <laughs> I'll close the show with Adam Swingball. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, yes. But tonight, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, it's Thank you. now. We stand, we stand as Birmingham City fans with Ukraine. We stand tonight with Ukraine and the atrocities that are going on over there. It's absolutely vile. Watching it on the news is, is a disgrace. It's a disgrace. And we send our love and our best wishes to everybody over there. Very difficult to swap with you. Who's that ugly bloke behind you, Chris? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> but tonight's show, tonight's show, ladies and gentlemen, is obviously dedicated uh, to Francis Johnson, wife of Michael Johnson, who sadly passed away recently. Um, Michael, we just send you all our love, I promise you. We, ju- we genuinely do. You, sir, are a lovely man. You're one of the best people that... The likes of Dev knows, and, and they know you more than I do. I've seen your wife a couple of times, and she was absolutely beautiful and absolutely lovely. Hey, hey, what can we say? We'll be back next Monday, 7.30 through till 9. And thanks to Alan. Good night, everybody. And thanks to Neil. Night. Mark Adams. Good night, everyone. Have a good week. Uh, I've gone the wrong way. Uh, Paul Hookers. Good night, all. Craig Courtney. Good night, all. Chris Brown. <laughs> and Ollie. Good night. And who's the other bloke? What's his name? Neil. Cliff. Cliff. Yeah. Cliff. Uh, good, uh, good night, everyone. Thanks for having us on. We are the lads from the Chilton. We'll support you till the end of the day. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.